Economies the world over are grinding to a halt in an effort to slow transmission of the new coronavirus that causes COVID-19. While in lockdown, we're told there's little we can do to help ourselves. We're told we must wait for a vaccine or antiviral drugs to become available. We're also told that may be a year away and we must simply accept the countless lives that will be lost along the way and the social and economic consequences of the global lockdown. Like many other organizations around the world, we're studying all the available science as it becomes available. Given all these data and our composite knowledge of this virus, how it can get into the body, replicate, and cause different levels of disease in different people, we disagree with those who say there's nothing we can do. In this video, we look briefly at four areas that are within our control, all of which offer us the opportunity to reduce our susceptibility of disease caused by the virus. Let's start by looking at genes. Our genes contain our genetic code, our book of life. While they determine our gender, as well as our skin, hair, and eye color, they also have impact on many other aspects of our physiology and even behavior. We know, for example, men are more susceptible to COVID-19 than women. That's not just down to genes on their own. As physiology, behavior, and environment, the three other areas we'll touch on in a minute, all interact with our genes. But we know, for instance, especially from research on vaccine responses, that females generally mount more powerful immune responses than men. It makes sense evolutionarily, as women need to protect all those eggs they're gifted with at birth to ensure our species' survival. And here's our message for the males among us. Our immune system's function can be improved, but we might need to work just that little bit harder to do all the things we need to do to help keep it finely tuned and resilient. That includes eating a balanced and healthy diet, getting ample good quality sleep, exercising daily, and managing our stress. For all genders, it's also important to remember while our genes load the gun, our environment pulls the trigger. So while very few of us have been gifted with the most perfect set of genes, most of us can alter the way they're expressed. It's actually our gene expression, which is the product of how our genes interact with their environment, internally and externally, that ultimately determines our level of health and resilience. More and more data are showing us that our underlying physiological state, including our age and health or disease state, have a big bearing on how COVID-19 disease process plays out, including whether we express severe, moderate, minor, or even no symptoms of infection. Among those who are most susceptible are those who have hypertension, elevated blood pressure, those with other forms of heart disease, those who are overweight or obese, those who have type 2 diabetes or metabolic syndrome, and those with a history of lung or respiratory diseases. There's good clinical evidence that many of these conditions can be improved by properly managed integrative dietary and lifestyle protocols. This includes eliminating all added sugars and highly refined carbs from your diet, as we recommend in our own Food for Health guide that promotes metabolic flexibility and keto adaptation. Altering your disease and health profile obviously doesn't happen overnight. It can take some time, but the threat of COVID-19 doesn't look to be going away in a hurry. So there's no time like the present to address your health. Despite the lockdown, 
many integrative practitioners can still be contacted online or by phone and can provide guidance if you need help and support. There's lots of ways in which our behaviours affect our risk and susceptibility, as well as our role as transmitters of COVID-19 to others. Thorough handwashing is a key behaviour that health authorities have rightly highlighted. But what's been less discussed is learning to avoid touching our faces, especially our mouths, nose and eyes, especially while and after we ventured into areas that could be infected. Another important behaviour is our compliance with social distancing and lockdowns. There's also all the things we can do that can affect our risk, such as whether we smoke, consume too much alcohol, get enough sleep, or manage our stress effectively. Our behavior is the one area over which we can exert lots of control. So let's use it to prevent ourselves and those we care about most from getting infected and becoming vectors of the disease. Our environment covers off everything to which we're exposed, from the food we eat, through to the air we breathe, the water and fluids we drink, products we put on our skin, and of course, the spaces around us, both in and outside our homes. Together, these all have big impacts on our health and the way our immune system functions. Remember, your immune system is your primary defense against the virus. For most people, it works incredibly well most of the time. So let's think now about some of the important ways in which we can feasibly change our environment to optimize our health and immune function. Firstly, we need to optimize our diets. Our Food for Health guide points you in the direction of a dietary and lifestyle approach that's both anti-inflammatory and one that helps you develop metabolic flexibility. That's the process by which you learn to become keto-adapted. In other words, your body can use ketones in the absence of carbs. Being in this state allows the immune system to regenerate and be primed in the event of infection. Fill any dietary gaps with key supplements. Based on data from dietary and nutrient surveys, many people have inadequate vitamin D, vitamin A, zinc and magnesium status. Vitamin C is also key, particularly for viral infections. As we get older, our ability to assimilate nutrients from our food, as well as from supplements, also declines. You might find it useful to consult with a nutritional practitioner or integrative doctor for advice. This is all about making sure your immune system is primed and ready for challenge. Drink hot fluids like herbal immunity-enhancing teas throughout the day. Benefit from the double whammy of washing any virus particles caught on the mucosal surfaces of your mouth into your stomach acid, as well as providing resources to help support your immune system. Stay calm. Anxiety is your immune system's enemy. Let's focus on the chance to reevaluate our lives, on how we can help those in need or other things that make us feel positive. Use breathing techniques, yoga or meditation to give yourself peace of mind. Get yourself grounded in the moment and clear-headed. You can even track your autonomic nervous system balance using an HRV or heart rate variability app. Get outdoors. For most of us, our freedom to move around outside is being steeply curtailed by lockdowns. But whether it's the budding leaves of the trees on the roadside, a flower, the blue sky or reflection on a pond, tuning into the wonders of nature and inhaling some fresh air while you engage in your preferred form of physical activity is always good for you at multiple levels. Cut the chemicals. 
This is a great time to limit your total exposure to potentially harmful chemicals you use in and around your house or garden, as well as on your body. You don't need to go mad with disinfectants and other chemicals in your house. Good sanitation and hand washing practices are sufficient. And now to wrap up. Allow yourself to feel empowered and not despondent. One of the best ways of doing this is to avoid isolation. Connect by phone or online regularly with family, friends and those with shared interests. Stay busy. Create a plan, both for the coming days and weeks, but also for your future. For many of us, these coming few weeks, in the absence of any effective drugs or vaccines, will represent one of the greatest tests of our capacity for natural health. Surely we owe it to ourselves, as well as those we're closest to, to give it our best shot.